Hello and welcome to Fancy Blather Podcast. I am your host, Kirsty Taylor. Um, happy Saturday. I mean, if you're listening to this and it's not Saturday, then happy Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, perhaps even good night. Um, so happy that you're here joining us this week. And yeah, I don't know why I'm so upbeat. <laughs> this is very is very weird i've literally been up since the early hours recording for this week's episode um as we have recorded on the day so as you're listening to this if you're listening on the day of release we recorded it earlier on today so it's a fun one i have um the podcast new pod the recent podcast host um Douglas Veach on talking all about his new podcast Dedicate 24 and you're going to want to stick around because it is a killer um chat and he's got a killer podcast which I seriously recommend but for now let's hop on into the intro so of course for those of you that are familiar with the fancy blather you know all about our small wonders of the week um, and how every week I talk about a new small wonder of the week for those of you that are new it's, it is what it says on the tin something that I've enjoyed this week something small sometimes it's a little bit bigger than small but try and keep it fairly fairly minimal um something that I've learned to appreciate that I did not before um yeah it's just a nice way to start off your week so um this week I am going to talk about takeaway coffee cups and I mean like reusable ones not like the ones you get in the coffee shop I know that given the current world situation it is um kind of hard to go to a coffee shop and get takeaway coffee in a reusable cup because I'm pretty sure most places are not doing that anymore at the moment I haven't found anywhere that is um I haven't really been going out for coffee other than to sit in anyway but takeaway coffee cups are where it's at um you can just make your own coffee from your house exactly how you want and just carry it with you wherever you go I've got this great one I've got a couple but I've got a thermos one that um it's a little handle and it's just perfect if it's perfectly in my car as well if I'm ever driving with the coffee um I probably could fit it in my bike water bottle holder maybe um I don't know I don't really tend to cycle with the coffee but honestly I just like walking with it this morning I took a nice leisurely stroll down to the beach surprise surprise for those of you that have listened before you might know that I've become rather obsessed with the beach that's not a new thing I just happen to live a lot closer to one than I ever have before um yeah and it stopped the sand getting in my coffee as it was rather windy this morning and I just could bring my own coffee and it was money free like I didn't spend any money on the coffee and making it home is so much cheaper than buying one at the beach or buying one anywhere else and then also you're saving waste because obviously as I said most places are not doing reusable cups just now so if you're going to get a takeaway you'd kind of be creating waste which we don't want to do um you want to say reduce reuse recycle so you want to do it in that order um so I'm reducing by reusing my reusable coffee cup and yeah I'm just 10 out of 10 I'm a big fan I highly recommend buying one Um, you can get if you don't own one then you can get them like everywhere basically so just do your research don't buy them from Amazon I'm boy I've boycotted Amazon officially um, due to Jeff Bezos and his um, crazy ridiculous amount of money that he owns that could be going to better use as nobody needs to be a trillionaire so um, so I'm gonna say on that because I don't want to 
keep keep it light, keep it positive. But if you're trying to boycott Amazon, I am there with you. I think I've achieved. I haven't bought anything in a while, so I'm achieving so far. So keep it up, guys. We're doing excellent. So the next section is called "What I'm Engaging With." So this one is um this is a newer section than the others, I suppose, and it's just something that I'm engaging with. Um, whether that be a podcast, a song, an album, a book, a coloring book, I don't know. Um. A really good journal, a diary, I don't know, I'm just kind of listing off random things, a film, blah, 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 you get it, like, it can just be anything in the world, essentially, that I've been looking at, engaging with in some way the week that I record the podcast, and that I'm recommending to you, I guess, and we're actually going to scrap the the ending part of the podcast for people who've listened before the part of what we're reading right now I'm gonna scrap that I'm gonna include it with some guests who reading is their thing um or they have some book they'd really like to talk about with other guests I'm probably just not gonna mention it as um if I have a book I want to mention I will mention it in this part in the what I'm engaging with and as you know we have our book club every month and um, next week is our book club episode I have an epic guest on that I'm super excited for and we're talking about the up there as one of the best books I've ever read which is Women Don't Know You Pretty by Florence Given and I will definitely be reading it another 25 times or something so if you haven't read that yet you've still got time you've still got a week even if you just read a little bit and um, because it's not a fiction book there's no real spoilers so feel free to join in the episode even if you haven't read the book maybe it'll encourage you to read it Um, so that's to come next week but yeah I was just realizing that I'm a rather busy person when it comes to my life sometimes um, with uh, I do teaching for people that don't know I'm studying teaching so that's rather full-on um, study so it's kind of hard for me to come up with a new book to read every week that I've read and have finished and it's kind of hard to read more than that so um just takes the pressure off of me a little bit I suppose so this week though enough blabbering let's get to the point this week what I'm engaging with this will come as a surprise I think to a lot of people it came as a surprise to myself as well um actually I just watched it last night and it is this is Paris on YouTube I know some of you are probably like oh god and rolling your eyes but seriously I recommend watching um, this documentary really surprised me and actually was about a very important topic in the end and um, I was very impressed by how well it was produced and how well it was done and um, also by um, how honest and how transparent Paris Hilton was throughout the documentary and I think it just um, allows you to realise that the media can really paint people however they want and I really do recommend a watch and um, I will give a trigger warning there is mentions of um child abuse and things like that within that documentary so if that is something that you're not um at a stage or place in your life that you can watch without feeling triggered then please don't watch it um but I just wanted to let you know that I don't know if there was trigger warning at the start of the film or not I honestly can't remember so I'm just telling you ahead of time but I do really recommend watching it it's very truthful honest um depiction and I really enjoyed it and it's also not a super long watch um it's like an hour and a half so it's a nice length for people so yeah highly recommend so now we're going to hop into our poem of the week Okay, so the poem for this week is kind of linked to the topic, but not 
completely linked to it. So the poem we've chosen is called On Quitting by Edgar Albert Guest. And um, this poem's, yeah, it's about quitting and giving something up. But I really think that you could take this message and apply it to trying something new, which is kind of more the point of the episode. So about achieving goals but I suppose if you have a goal and giving something up then this makes sense and the message of the poem is the same um Edgar Albert Guest is a famous um American poet um he's no longer with us this is a fairly old poem so I just find this poem on um the Poetry Foundation and I will link the exact page that I found it on and you can find it other of his work there and I'm sure that you can find his books and bookstores etc um as this is an older poet I obviously can't link his Instagram or anything because he obviously not being alive does not have one so yeah so the poem is called On Quitting. On Quitting how much grit do you think you've got? Can you quit a thing that you like a lot? May, you may talk of pluck, pluck, it's an easy word and where you go it's often heard but can you tell to jot or guess just how much courage you now possess. You may stand to trouble and keep your grin, but have you tackled self-discipline? Have you ever issued commands to you to quit the things that you like to do? And then when tempted and sorely swayed, those rigid orders have you obeyed. Don't boast of your grit till you've tried it out. No prate to men of your courage stout, for it's easy enough to retain, retain a grin. In the face of a fight, there's a chance to win, but the sort of grit that is good to own is the stuff you need when you're all alone. How much grit do you think you've got? Can you turn from joys that you like a lot? Have you ever tested yourself to know how far with yourself your will to can go? If you want to know if you have grit, just pick out a joy that you like and quit. It's bully sport and it's open fight. It will keep you busy both day and night for the toughest kind of a game you'll find is to make your body obey your mind and you never will know what is meant by grit unless there's something you've tried to quit. Yeah, so as I said before, that poem is called On Quitting by Edgar Albert Guest. And now let's get into the interview with Douglas. Hello, so Kirsty, just hopping in here before the interview begins um, to shout out our charity of the week. Those of you that are new to the pod, every week we shout out a charity um, and we, we try and ask our guests which charity they would like us to highlight for the week. So this week's charity was chosen by Douglas and it is Alzheimer's Scotland. Um, Alzheimer'sScot.org and um, I'll just tell you a little bit about them. So first of all, they have a coronavirus information hub, which is super useful for um, anyone who knows anyone dealing with dementia. They have paid, uh, paid quite a lot of information on what is dementia, um, about living with dementia, about their work, um, how you can support them, and then general news. And then, of course, as I said, they have their coronavirus information help hub. And they do have a 24-hour free phone dementia helpline. So I'll just tell you that number now so their dementia helpline is 0808 808 so that was 0808 808 um this charity is really an incredible charity one that i'm sure is close to many people's hearts and um, i have had a family member go through dementia and it's a horrible thing to witness i'm very grateful for charities like alzheimer's scotland that help people and families who are affected by this um on their website you can find out about their events you can contact them you can find out how to volunteer with them how to donate 
and all the kind of things that you want to do. They do, of course, have social media as well, which I will link in the um, show notes for you. Um, they have loads of information on their website in terms of research and careers and campaigning for change and things like that. But their mission, if you like, is um, I'm just going to read it to you now. So Alzheimer's Scotland is part of the work we do to make sure nobody faces dementia alone. Find out more about the people that work for us, the support that we offer, the campaigning work that we have done and continue to do, the research that we are involved with and the training that we offer. So you can find all of that information on their website, which I said already is alscott.org. Um, so please do take the time out of your day to check it out. Um, it's a very important charity, which I'm sure many people will agree. If you're not local and you don't live in Scotland, um, please find one that is in your area and please support this wonderful charity. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the rest of this week's episode. Hello and welcome to Fancy a Brother podcast. This week we are joined by Dedicate 24's podcast host, the wonderful Douglas Feach. Hi Douglas, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Kirsty. Thank you very much for having me. No problem at all. Do you want to just start off by giving the listeners like a one minute elevator pitch, I guess, of who you are, what you do, um, just a little introduction if you will. You don't need to put in a icebreaker facts like when you start university or anything you can just keep it yeah so um (laughs) as Kirsty said I'm Douglas Feach I'm 24 years old and I have a master's in civil engineering so that means you probably don't care what I'm about to say (laughs) but uh what if I told you I have a podcast that discovers how far you can get into a subject whether that is trying to master chess become a poet getting a sandwich named after you all these things came with the love of trying new things and I just really wanted to see how difficult it would be to create or do something. Hence the podcast. You can expect an adventure each episode of where it took me and how successful it was. My last one was about using Fiverr. I think it's a great episode. I'm just getting into my stride and I put a lot of effort into them. So I would appreciate you getting on the train before it passes. And pretty much what it is is I have 24 hours. I try something new, see how far we can get. Sweet, it's it's epic. Everyone should listen. I've listened to every episode so far, and um, big fan. So everyone needs to listen. But um, let's start off with why did you decide to start a podcast? Why the the podcast idea rather than like a blog or a blog or whatever it is other people do? Yeah. Um. So I started it really because I had listened to a lot of podcasts, and I just wanted to see how easy it was. Um. I wanted a platform to tell people a story about what I was getting up to and I thought how many times have you had an idea that you just never pursued maybe it's not that hard so we'll try and find out um I've always thought I could do it and if I could do it then then anyone would be able to do it so it's kind of like an audio diary of what I've really been getting up to and I found that because I look back at things and I'm like holy crap I didn't realize I'd put so much time and effort into things, as I'm sure you will as well. When you're like, oh, I've just sunk 20 hours into something and now I don't see it ever again. It's just a 15 minute clip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, so where did the idea for Dedicate 24 come from? Like, um, what was it that inspired? Was there something in particular that inspired you or was it just the idea that you wanted to try new things? Or Yeah, so the idea comes from... Uh, a 10,000 hour rule where um, it was studied that the average time it becomes 
to be a master in a subject is 10,000 hours. And I thought, mm, I don't have 10,000 hours to do that many things. So I thought, what's an art, like, what's a, a number that I could use that anyone could kind of use? So I thought if I could dedicate one, one day of my life to a subject, mm-hmm. how far could I get with it? And it's been really interesting so far because uh, I have a podcast now that people can go and listen to, which is a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been in weird situations where I've contacted a, a sandwich place to try and get a sandwich named after me. <laughs> but like this was like loads of places because I was just like, I really want to get something. That fun. would be cool. It, it, it was going to be so cool. And I walked into this place and they looked at me like it was an absolute idiot. And it, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, well, just need to start again. And then I actually contacted the place they were keen to do it. But then I, I sent them my idea and they were like, hmm, doesn't sound good. Well, they actually haven't replied. Um, so it was just kind they're of... They're stressed because your idea was so good that they wish they had it. They're like, oh. Yeah, pr- pr- pretty much. <laughs> but really, it, it's just um, seeing how far you can get with anything. Like... I've got a lot of weird things that I know how to do. Like I used to be able to spin plates, you know, on like the, stick, yeah. the circus Oh, thing. wow. That's so random. Uh, <laughs> I can complete a Rubik's Cube. Like I can, I played the no violin, way. like all these different things that it doesn't, well, the violin one takes a bit of effort, but like the other ones don't take <laughs> much effort. And then you, then you can say that you, you do it for the rest of your life, I suppose. Yeah plenty of party tricks up your sleeve and um, so yeah, you spoke definitely. a little bit in one of your episodes about um that you do research quite often for your um for your episodes yeah. so how do you do your re- research like do you go to for people that might be interested in trying something new where's the places that they should be looking yeah um for me i watch a lot of youtube personally so that mm-hmm. was always the first point of call and I think if anything ever goes wrong in somebody's house, the first thing they do is YouTube it to find out how to unlock a drain or yeah. how to do something. So I use a lot of YouTube really. Like you could spend 24 hours watching mm-hmm. some subjects mm-hmm. on what to do. Um, although it is surprising how many instructional videos that are on YouTube that aren't very good and how many subjects don't have any. So I'm trying to think about one. Hmm. I don't remember, but there's like somewhere you go, how do I do this? And there'll just be none or there'll be one from like eight years ago. And then you say like, how do I get 1,000 Instagram followers? And there'll be like a 1,000 videos of people telling you how to get there. So it's quite interesting that way. But most of my work's done on YouTube because you can change the times. So if I want to watch a video, I can watch it in double speed. Oh, really? I didn't actually know you could do that. Yeah, I could watch it in double speed or one and a half speed so then you're getting more um more knowledge kind of in the same amount yeah. of time because that's really what it is about it's about the 24 hour time constraint but also it's difficult getting 24 hours in like 24 hours is a long time but it's the fact of it's one day of your life like mm-hmm. you can just forget about it after one day if you don't enjoy it just see how far you can get and I've got a podcast, you've got a podcast, and now I'm on someone else's podcast. So it's a bit strange. <laughs> full circle, full circle. Um, yeah, so there's a, a certain, and I find that when you try new things, there's a certain in- innocence and uh, vulnerability that comes with trying something new rather than mastering a skill. Have you noticed this feeling at all? Do you enjoy that feeling or is that not really your vibe? 
Yeah, the thing that I notice is I put so much effort into it and then after I've pushed that publish button, it's mm-hmm. gone. Like, you can't change anymore. It's going to be however good that episode was. Mm-hmm. So as a set of vulnerability in that, also, when you hear it, like, you hear yourself a lot more now. So I've got used to my own voice from outside my own head. Mm-hmm. Whereas if someone else was filming you and then you saw the video you'd be like is that what I really sound like well yeah. I have that now like I just know what I sound like outside my head and inside my head I don't really feel vulnerable I've kind of always been I don't want to say overconfident but like confident in myself I'll tell mm-hmm. you a funny story um the way that I think that I'm confident is at Halloween my mum would get me and my sister dressed up in our costumes and then we'd go around to our friend's house, ring the doorbell, and then mm-hmm. when they open the door, like my friends are all in there just watching us. Um my mum would make us sing in front of our friends, like until we were like twelve or thirteen. That's so, so cruel. <laughs> it was so cruel. But it was a really good confidence builder and like I'm not afraid to kind of put yourself out there that's one of the things yeah. that you have with uh, um with a podcast is somebody mm-hmm. can just be like oh I heard you were doing this or whatever and some pe- the weird thing is now you might have this as well there'll be people or maybe just one person or well, I don't know who will listen to your podcast but they won't want to talk to you about it because they're like oh I've not spoke to this person in ages and yeah. to those people <laughs> I say come out of the shadows because <laughs> I know that you've been speaking to a friend of mine who then tells me that you were talking about it. So, and even I was away um, in the summer, last summer, yeah. and there was so many people once I got back and bumped into them, they were like, oh, I was really enjoying your updates and stuff like that on your Instagram story. And I was like, you should have just messaged me because it would have yeah. been like some <laughs> content for me. But uh, Exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's very yeah, strange it hearing weird. your own voice constantly now. Oh, do you know what's bad though? I used to have um, has have like free Spotify and not Spotify Premium, and my yeah. car is like not that new, so I have an aux cord to listen uh-huh. to podcasts, and I can't like skip on my steering wheel because there's no Bluetooth. And then once I finished a podcast, and then mine came on while I was driving, and I was like crap I, think, I was like <laughs> i was like no 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 i don't want to listen to this and i was like turn it off and i just drove in silence because i was like i don't want to do this i was like i'm yeah. not in the mood for this right now i just heard the intro music and straight away i was like fuck i was like no no yeah so it's I, strange I being able being able to hear it through a car you can put it on mm-hmm. google home or yeah amazon echo and stuff like this it's once it's, it's out weird. there you're essentially just like any other professionals you just don't get paid <laughs> That's fine. not yet anyway not yet um so what has been your favorite thing that you've tried so far is there one that you scale that you particularly enjoyed learning more than all the rest so far or are they all pretty even playing fields no they're definitely not even playing fields um my favorite one has probably been chess i oh, got nice. into it I got into it because there was a big uh, tournament on yeah. uh, online. I started watching it on YouTube. As I said, most of my stuff's on, done on <laughs> YouTube. And then I was like, oh, I could do that. 
So then I, I really got into that and put a lot of work into it and probably played somewhere in the upwards of 300 games of chess just to kind of like compare from the first set, do a whole bunch of research, comparing the mm-hmm. second set. And it was a real kind of good game that everyone has some sort of knowledge on. Like, even if you don't know how to play it, you know how, like what it is, you know, it's a game of men. Yeah, you know some of the rules. Yeah, exactly. So chess was really a big one. And you nice. do find like with chess, it's quite serious. But then there are like some chess comedians who I found <laughs> who are really funny. So if if you enjoy some of the chess uh, power, so it was really funny to get into that. And just the fact of now, I, if anyone does play chess a lot more, then I can just say, mm-hmm. oh, I know some things about it, or I know this professional or whoever, and then maybe have some sort of connection with them. Yeah, that's sweet. Like a new common interest. Yeah. Nice. Um, but the worst one, I, I don't know, you might be the same. Do you feel like you have a best episode and a worst episode? Oh, yeah. Or, uh-huh. Yeah, so my worst Mine's episode... a little bit more complicated, though, because I can't say it because it's gassed, so I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't out that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my worst episode is is probably the fasting one, only because I didn't give okay. it... I'd, like, see if it gets to... I need to post in a couple of days. It's impossible yeah. for me to get 24 hours into a subject and give it enough time because you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. So... The fasting one was kind of like, right, I've got 24 hours. I need to do this thing. What can I do for 24 hours? Oh, I could fast for 24 hours. So I don't know any of the health benefits or anything like that. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, I fasted for 24 hours. It wasn't that bad. And, yeah, that's it, pretty much. (laughs) So if you're going to go listen to my podcast, which you might be, maybe you're not, but I wouldn't go for the the fasting one. (laughs) I'd go for the the most recent one as of the 26th of September. So this has definitely been my favourite, but I'm just kind of excited to keep going and see what it's like. I just realised that it's my brother's birthday that you just said the date. <laughs> oh, well, good good catch. I mean, it is 7.17 in the morning. We are doing this very early. I did actually <laughs> want to um, make a point on that. If anyone is looking to start something, Mm-hmm. you're gonna have to find extra time if you have yeah. other other things on it's not oh, i'll record for 15 minutes that 15 minutes will be absolutely perfect and then it will go out like you do have to put some thought into it um you will have to write scripts you'll have to think of answers you will have to think of questions mm-hmm. and it is a lot of work just to get that little audio file but it is good it's good fun <laughs> It's worth it in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you actually said in one of your episodes that you would love to own a food truck in the future. And I want to know, what would your food truck sell? I'm just intrigued. <laughs> yeah, so my food truck would hopefully sell barbecue food. Now, this oh, is because I'm there. barbecue is one of my favorite mm. types of food, I'd say. Genres of food, maybe. <laughs> and... For the past six years, I have an annual barbecue, and oh, nice. it's not—it's not like this massive thing where loads of families come. It's literally been like some years, just four boys, and we just get there at like twelve o'clock, stay till like 
this is 12 o'clock in midday stay yeah. till like 11 o'clock p.m just cook kind of like as much as you can have some beverages and just enjoy each other's company and this year since covid it didn't look like it was going to happen but then i went back up the road to home and the barbecue was about to get thrown out because it was like this old thing that cost me mm-hmm. like 20 pounds six years ago so i got my use out of it and i was like oh let's let's not cook anything but we'll have like a viking ceremony so we just had the fire on and we just sat around the fire and just kind of talked it was a good way it felt nice. somewhat um natural it felt mm-hmm. like us watching the fire felt like people obviously have done this for a long time and there was something like i don't know caveman about it that's what it felt like yeah. it felt just watching the fire for hours we probably stayed out there for like five or six hours just watching the fire in the darkness nice don't think cool. the neighbors were too happy but it was good fun <laughs> i like that though I'll, also, I'll be at that food truck i'm a big barbecue yeah also fan. i had i do have a friend who's a head chef in glasgow so although Ooh. he doesn't know it yet i have like a plan in my head that <laughs> one day me and him even if we don't get the food truck idea out I'd just like to go to like some sort of Highland Games and just try and do the food for like one of the stalls and mm-hmm. just see how see how far down the line you could get it. Like I'm not trying to become a professional and everything. I just mm-hmm. wanted to be. Oh, remember that day that we did this? That was hilarious, yeah. wasn't it? And then get that classic like Polaroid photo of you with like your arms on the car with mustaches and look like your parents kind of thing. <laughs> Do both your parents have mustaches? Uh, no comment, Your Honour. <laughs> um, so for the next one, so you did an episode on um, poetry, which um, for people that have listened to this podcast before, we have a poem of the week every week, um, mostly because I'm a poet in my free time as well. And uh, my degree was in English literature, so there's a little bit of a literature theme in uh, mm-hmm. the podcast. So what was the hardest thing that you found while you were trying to make poetry <laughs> what was most the difficult? hardest the yeah. hardest thing that i found was trying to get my poetry not to sound the same like mm. i'd start something else and it would just always kind of fall fall into the same cadence of this sounds exactly like the other thing just with the words changed mm-hmm. uh which i suppose you could say is any poem but you know what i mean like it was just kind of like classic typical a poetry where a couple of lines rhyme and then the next one doesn't line and then rhyme and then the next the final one rhymes and then it was just like this sounds all the same like you could just put anything so yeah the way i did it was i would i would just i'd like give myself an hour and i would write a word and then i'd just kind of riff off that so like for one one day it was like i think it was child mm-hmm. so I'd write down the word child and then I'd try and think of different um, verses. And one of them, which is in one of the episodes, is kind of like a person's life. So it kind of starts, it starts out with a childhood and then moves on to like going to uni and then having children and then then moving away and then having a a dog because you don't have anything else. And then maybe that's like I don't overthink it so maybe that's me 
like it's kind of like a projection of what I think a good life would be maybe I don't know it's tough to say poetry is so hard because (laughs) it's so um subjective yeah you could think one thing and another person thinks another thing and unfortunately there's no correct answer yeah I, I think I think um one of the things is like I don't want or I wouldn't like any poets to be like this is what is I just want them to be like this is what the words are and then you just can take what you want from it oh yeah don't give away what the meaning is for them (laughs) yeah because I feel like that's so much kind of stuff that happens today where they're just like oh show me the evidence or I'll prove you wrong or anything like that it's good just to leave it on a on a tail end and then let everyone decide what they want from themselves yeah that's nice I like that yeah I think that's a key thing in writing is uh let the reader decide what they want it to mean and that way too if it means something that's bad that's their brain not yours so yeah exactly (laughs) can't be held responsible for that um sweet so who are your favorite poets from from Uh, your research or from before then uh, I I wouldn't say that I have like, fav- like that sounds bad, but I wouldn't say that I have like, oh, I've got like a top three poets. Like I know mm-hmm. of poets and, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe like you don't need to be mad into poetry, like a bit like yourself in order to appreciate it. Yeah. Um, But I'd have to kind of say that this is like basic answer. Okay. But I'm going to have to say <laughs> Robert Burns, I'm going to a good answer it's not a basic answer but i right i've got some justification for it okay (laughs) his his, um his poetry has like huge weight behind it for Mm -hmm. instance addressed to a haggis it comes with like a whole blooming ceremony and then as soon as it's recited everyone knows what's happening after that you're gonna sit down with some food and some whiskey and you're gonna have like an evening so that's like a whole new kind of these words don't even mean words anymore. They're like, it's now a ceremony. Also, second point about Robert Burns, he made Old Lang Syne, right? Yeah, he did. So, like, that's one of the most popular songs in the world that has travelled the world that everyone sings at New Year. So then, after it's recited, or people sing it, typically, then, you know, you went to a new year and it's kind of like, right, this is going to be a good one now. You're always just kind of like, this year it's going to be good. This year it's going mm-hmm. to be better. So, and third point about Robert Burns. To a louse is yep. written about a louse and a church bonnet. Someone, a woman's bonnet and church, which I don't know if it's true or not, but my mum has stated that it was written about someone in church in Kirkoswold parish church which is where i was baptized so oh there you go i mean i (laughs) there's a personal connection exactly i couldn't not say that's fair who's your favorite poet who's my favorite poet oh god um i don't really have yeah i know myself (laughs) um right now no i have to say probably like top three jackie Mm -hmm. k who's the current scottish poet laureate um Uh 
Caroline Duffy, and then, oh, who's number three right now? I don't know. I really like Robert Burns too, so I'm just going to put him. Oh, you're just taking mine. So. Yeah, I, am. I was like, I have two women. I should, I should add them. <laughs> <laughs> it's really myself, but I can't say that. because. Uh, no, that's fair enough. I mean, I didn't <laughs> want to say myself, but that's really the only other person. I mean, I your answer should be it. me, really, but oh, it's fine. You're right, you're right. Crap. <laughs> what a bad guest I've been. I know, terrible. No, it's fine. Um, so your last episode on um, Fiverr, I just have a random question. What yeah. um, if you were to sell something, I guess, on Fiverr? What would your What would you sell? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's your Yeah, yeah. Your freelance Wait, let me, scale. Let me, uh, my what well, I think the only thing that I could probably sell on Fiverr would mm-hmm. be like the Scottish voice. So, mm. um, maybe I shouldn't give this away, but I'll give it away anyway. So, I kind of work on a few projects at the one time. So mm-hmm. if anyone has ever been interested, and Kirsty, you might be interested. I don't know if you know about this. There's a website called ACX. Okay. Which, what you do is you sign up and then you can audition for audiobooks. So oh, wow. you narrate people's books and then you can either get like a um, sponsorship, or not a sponsorship, you can either get like a royalty fee or you can get mm-hmm. a one-off payment for per finished hour. So I feel like that's the only thing that I could really offer. If someone wanted like an Ayrshire accent of a 24-year-old white male, then that's what I could really give them. So, I mean, the person that I found on Fiverr, I couldn't have got anywhere else. So I think Mm -hmm. it is a really good kind of platform. But it is one of those things, it's a bit addictive where you don't know what you're going to get really. Yeah. Like I asked for one thing and I got something completely different and like you can't be like oh i want my money back that's not how it works Give me a so yeah i'm gonna say that's so funny i accent. love that audiobook website my yeah. drama teacher when i was younger told me i'd be a really good um have a really good voice for audiobooks i was trying yeah, to act a scene though and i was a bit like i don't know if that's an insult to my acting or a compliment to my voice oh yeah yeah, I was I like, know. is that like, is that like saying you've got a face for radio? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? Yeah, I don't know. I but I don't. Do I think it audition. was intended as a compliment. We'll never know. Yeah, but. I did do one audition, and you can like mm-hmm. search for, um, like Scottish mm-hmm. or Scottish male or Glaswegian or whatever. And I did one audition, and it was like some romantic Scottish novel, <laughs> but it was written for American audiences. Oh. And it was, it's really strange. Yeah. But mm. I, I thought, like, I suppose you'd need to listen to this and mine to kind of um, get away. Because a lot of the things as well that I pursue time in or put mm-hmm. time into, if it doesn't create a good enough story, then I'm not going to make an episode about it. Mm-hmm. There will be some things that's just like, oh, I, I started, I don't know, learning how to skydive but it's really been really windy the past seven months so i don't know how to skydive like that's not what it's about it's about the full journey kind of this is this is something that you can do for 24 hours and achieve something so nice. the audiobook's still got a long way to go but it's in the works if i ever get back to it it's a lot of listening to yourself speak yeah. about words that you've <laughs> never heard See, my problem is my voice changes, so 
Mm. my listeners will know when I, I don't know I've always been like this when I'm when I'm talking to people if they're not uh-huh. from Scotland I like subconsciously change my accent but not necessarily to their accent just to an accent that's not mine and my parents get really mad when they listen they're like excuse me that's not your voice what are you doing really yeah. maybe maybe you just need to just out of myself to like listens. <laughs> maybe you just say that you've got a co-host or like a oh, split yeah, personality <laughs> and then that's not actually Kirsty. that's like um yeah, someone else yeah it's someone else yeah i don't know why accent. it happens i have no control over it it's great <laughs> um so oh, well. final question for the um for the episode i'm sure a lot of people who are listening are all too familiar with never completing a resolution or just kind of forgetting about goals that they've set so what is the final piece of advice you would give them to help them change their ways? I'd say you need to do something that you didn't think you could do. Mm-hmm. So when, no, that, that sounds a bit strange. But for instance, currently I am running a thousand kilometers in one year and I'd never really ran before that. I just thought, oh, thousand kilometers. We'll try and smash it out. It's a, it's a difficult, it's 100% difficult target. But now that I'm so far into it, I can realize that I can do it. You need to set yourself targets that you don't set off thinking, oh, that will be achievable. And then once you achieve it, you'll be like, wow, I didn't actually think I could do this. You've heard of other people doing it. You didn't mm-hmm. think I could do this. What else can I do? And then you will realize that you can achieve a lot more than what you initially thought. As I was reading a book by a man mm-hmm. called David Goggins, who's an absolute psycho, and he loves to run. But he, he was like a Royal Marine, and he pretty much just destroys his body from running. Oh. But he's, oh, I mean, from the outside looking in, yeah, he looks like he destroys his body. Yeah. And he, he, in his book, it's pretty much stop being sorry for yourself. I've done this like 10 times worse than what you could have ever done you'll be all right, like you will survive. The body's amazing. And then I decided that I was going to run uh, 100K in 20 days, so 10K every mm-hmm. other day. And, like, you can do it. I was like, there's no way I'll be able to do that, but I'm just going to try. And then you just kind of be like, oh, okay, that's 20K, that's 40K, that's 80K. Holy mm-hmm. crap, I'm at 100K. And there will be kind of things that you realize whoa i never knew i could do that a bit like the whole podcast maybe you've got the same thing it's like if anyone puts in my name or dedicate 24 podcast on spotify and or any other streaming services that you would like <laughs> um then they can find my voice and they can find an episode which is crazy yeah but when i go back and listen to them like especially with the older ones now i'm like talking about it in the episode i'm like oh yeah that is a thing or stuff like that that you just totally forget about where you were in that journey yeah so a little time capsule yeah definitely you definitely need to set goals that you don't think you can achieve and then try and achieve them and you will surprise yourself and build some momentum it's all about momentum supporting yourself with the right kind of people perfect um so finally just shout yourself out where can people find your podcast where can they find you if you want to be found etc etc yeah so the best place to find my podcast would be spotify because i use a hosting site that 
puts up on by Spotify. So find me on Spotify, Dedicate 24 Podcast. It's got a lovely yellow photo with me standing in it looking like a hot model. Um, You can find me on other places, Apple Podcast as well. I don't know when they go up. I post every other week, bi-weekly, every 14 days, same thing. And it's about a new challenge or what I've been up to. I try and keep it interesting. Um, yeah, that's really about it. If you've got any ideas, if you've heard this, you thought, this guy sounds amazing and he's probably got a great mustache, you'd be right. Um, you can find me, message me, give me an idea of what I can get up to because I'm always thinking of new ideas. I've got some ones that are really crazy that I can't get to yet because of just the situation currently. This has been a long shout out, but thank you, Kirsty, for your time. No worries. And listeners for your time, sorry. No, you're fine. Thanks for joining us and thank you everyone for listening this week and you will hear me again next week. Bye.